Welcome to the Debrief Podcast. This is where Tessa and Stevie help you get your life together. Um, I'm Stevie. I'm Tessa. Tessa won't be singing the whole... This is Debrief FM. I'll mostly be steering this while Tessa sings. This episode is all about loneliness, which is quite a big... It's a big topic, actually. Sort of with people who are young, like post-uni all my friends aren't on my doorstep. And also when you're 90, we're going to be focusing on... <laughs> which Who we'll be addressing today? All our 90-year-old listeners, thank you so much for being here. We're thrilled to have you. But this is mostly for the young ladies out there. The young, young, ladies and ladies. Gen- young ladies and gentlemen. But before we dive headfirst into loneliness, at the beginning of each of these episodes, we like to just very quickly run through a thing that we've done that shows that we're now adults. Basically the most adult thing we've done because part of... adult proofs. Part of becoming an adult is basically not doing the adult things and just feeling like you're not quite good enough. So I think part of becoming an adult is not telling each other the adult thing you did. Yeah, well, this is what we need to start it. I think an actual adult would just do do it without having to congratulate themselves, but we're not there yet. Today, this is mine, Mm. I've just moved uh, into a flat and opened the old cutlery drawer and I was very content just to throw all the cutlery into the drawer. And then my sister, who was younger, said, oh, I think we need a cutlery insert. So I just bought one from Argos. That's just- uh, I can testify that did happen because I'm currently using the said cutlery insert in its box from Argos to like alleviate my mic because it's too low. So I'm actually perched precariously on several large so Argos useful. boxes. So useful. It's already had its money's worth, quite yeah. frankly. Whatever you paid for it. Mine is that I... Shall I do about how good I am at emails or that I bought some winter boots? I like emails because that's something that's very close to my heart. (laughs) Somebody asked me for something. Um, They said, can we have your notes on this? And it was a totally new area for me and I didn't know what I was doing. And so I replied, many, many grown-ups CC'd in and Bit was like, here it is. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm hopeless at this. I've never done it before. It's it's probably awful. Um, So sorry. Let me know if it's the worst. Bye. And then I I read that for a second and then I deleted it and wrote, here it is. All the best, Tessa. And then I sent it and I was like, yes. And then they all replied being like, this is wonderful. Thank you. Being grown up is just about pretending you know what you're doing and not letting anybody know. And by the time they work it out, it'll be too far along. Mm, Constantly re-looking at the email that you've just written and taking out all of the oh, and sorry, this is awful. Yeah, oh, sorry, this is awful. Like, don't put yourself down. Yeah. You might as well come out guns blazing and say, hello, I'm extremely good. If I'm feeling really like, yeah, I like to just sign off things as um, all the best S. Oh, right. For Stevie. I see. Yeah, Yeah. I know, I got it. (laughs) It just looks like I'm so busy... I'm, so, I'm just running around. I, I thought you meant like all the best S. No, or like, all the bestest. <laughs> or like, yeah. Or like, all the bestest. Stevie. <laughs> yeah. No, I all mean... All the best S. Just all S. All the best S. Mm. S. Yeah, really powerful. Thank you. S. T works. Yeah, thank you. I know it does. TV is too much. TV? Stevie. Oh, right, sorry. The TV I thought you'd like giving yourself your own nickname. It's very difficult to talk to you. Um... No, yeah, S. These large boxes I'm resting on have really given me an entitled sense of power. Okay, so let's let's plunge into this. Now, when we were talking about loneliness, I found out that they recently found the part of your brain that, like, doles out loneliness to the rest of your body. 
Mm. Um, it's called... The most unwelcome part of the brain of the party. Be like, what did you bring to the party? Oh, I brought loneliness for everyone. Be like, you're so unwelcome here. Even worse is that it's the same part that is most commonly linked to depression. So at the party, it's He's like, the worst I brought loneliness. At the party. And like, also depression. Which also says quite a lot, isn't it? Because when, when you um, are lonely, you can that can slip into, oh, God, a spiral. And it's called, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm just going to go straight for it. It's called the dorsal wraith. Mm, how, like Ray Fines. Is that how it's spelled? It's spelled R-A-P-H-E. So not like Ray Fines, because that'd be sort of dorsal Ralph. <laughs> Rafe. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of part of your brain that there's a lot of research Rafe, going into it. The Rafe. The, the Ray Fines. Part, the Ray Fines at the party. Nobody wants him. That's, I think he's too intense. Is he Voldemort? Yes. Mm. It makes sense, doesn't it? Right, right. So in order to look at different ways to solve loneliness, I mean, me and Tessa are pretty much doctors of loneliness, but... I'm not. I don't know why you keep saying Oh, sorry, that. yeah, I am. I've got loads of friends. I have loads of friends too, but sometimes you're not, you're not just like, oh, but I want to hang out, and no one's there to hang out. And you're like, Yes, absolutely. Right, so you're a doctor of loneliness. All right. Say so you're a doctor of loneliness. Okay, I'm a doctor of loneliness. I think it has a lot of stigmatism of shame, and I didn't want to say it. But that's the other thing. No one wants to say that they're lonely. So apparently, so there's this really lovely um, helpline that's been set up in Blackpool called the Silver Line, and it's, oh, it's mainly for the other sort of echelon, the other category of loneliness for older people. And what I thought was really sweet, but also incredibly heartbreaking, they opened and they got they get like one thousand five hundred on average calls a day, and none of those, well, very few old people when they call say it's because they're lonely they'll call to ask about like oh what about the roast uh, how how long do I put roast chicken in for or like oh god one one woman calls apparently every hour just to kind of check the time to make sure our clock's working and it's that kind of thing of they don't want to say no nobody wants to I'm call lonely. up and say hi I'm lonely that takes such enormous balls to be like oh actually I'm extremely lonely I think everybody <laughs> no matter how much you think you're like king of the party everybody has had a time where they thought I'm actually quite lonely yeah because it's not, you can't always be Or even be in like small bursts where you thought you were at a party and you're like, gosh. No one's talking to me. Gosh. And then you'd be like, what if I just died here? Would any, <laughs> what if I just disappeared? They would a, notice if you okay. just died. Yeah, okay. What if I just like walked out, the, that thing of like, if you thought, oh, what if I just walked out the door and like. I had a few that, parties like, dramatic, where I did like, that. I just, I, just, I didn't say, because I, I also just find it quite difficult to be like, bye everyone. There's been a few parties where I've just kind of gone, I might just go. And then thought, oh God, people are going to really... And then they haven't. And I'm like, well, that says a lot, doesn't it? Oh, no one yeah. even noticed I was gone. Oh, my, my dorsal wraith's just oh, firing all I'll over the place. get in this bin and die. <laughs> yeah. Um, we spoke to clinical psychologist Dr. Rachel Andrews, and she had this to say about loneliness. The idea of loneliness in terms of the millennials as a group as well is really interesting because almost there's kind of a social narrative, really, that there's never been a better time to feel connected and more and, and kind of in terms of technology, there's never been more ways to almost belong to a group. It seems like anybody's available whenever you you want them to be, then as well as feeling kind of engagements so are easy to cancel. I think sometimes it's even difficult to see the purpose in meeting up because kind of what's the point if you can just contact anybody at any time to say small things there's no uh, kind of sense really of of, a, of an occasion to need to meet up to really talk about something in detail so social media what do you think about that in terms of you don't have any reason to meet up with people anymore. Mm. Do you find that? Do you just have loads of like oh, chats yes. over WhatsApp? And you're like, I could just go for a coffee, but I can't be bothered. Yes, the other day I um, realised I hadn't spoken out loud for ages and yet had had 
a sort of infinite number of conversations on my computer and phone with various different people and some from work and some friends and some in the other side of the world and felt like I had been communicating relentlessly for several hours but actually hadn't physically spoken to anyone. Yeah. And our brains can't, as humans, like such an important part of being a human is reading social cues, is interacting with somebody in front of you. Now that's been taken away so rapidly Mm -hmm. that must affect our brains that must make us feel lonely absolutely definitely 100% because I think once you sometimes just like seeing someone for a bit and then being like oh gosh I really missed human contact and be able to look at a person say like oh hello John how is your dog how's your kids how are your kids and dog John (laughs) John has to tell you about his kids and dogs. John is great though. John, and then you're like, oh look, I've heard about John's life. He's a real human being rather than just an email from John telling you, shouting about a spreadsheet or something. Yeah. And what I don't know what John does. And <laughs> and then you, the more that you like form human connections with people, you know, yeah, otherwise we just don't do that. We just exist entirely um, in the written format. Yeah. You know, your best mate's having boy trouble. My best friend was actually having some quite serious man problems about two weeks ago. And we've solved it all on Facebook chat in about, I don't know, 15 minutes when actually, you know, it's just basically me bombarding her with like, what to do this, do that, when actually it would have been so much nicer to go and meet her because then you're over the period of five hours, stuff comes out that doesn't come out immediately. Like, mm-hmm. it w- would have been more helpful for her to see my face and then I could have thought up some more interesting things rather than WhatsApping her while I'm sort of frying a Spanish omelette or something, you know? I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was just in bed. <laughs> yeah, don't pretend you are also. I buy, I buy Spanish omelets ready-made, if Do I'm honest. You? Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we don't give anything our full attention. We have always got a bunch of different tabs open and our phones and we've got WhatsApp and text and Instagram and everything's on the go at the same time. It's all meaningless. And, and then sometimes I forget what I'm doing midway through a conversation with somebody and then just like wander off. Yeah, we do like, do that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stevie. Yes. It's charming. But, but you've got, yeah, because you're like, oh, I wonder if I can make an omelette or that painting's askew or something. <laughs> and then you just like get up and wander off and, yeah. and do that. But you would never, mid conversation, actually, you might, but you might in mid conversation leave leave yeah yeah you know be distracted be like oh yeah that's right i'm having a text conversation so maybe a good tip would be when your friend does whatsapp you when she's in need or he's in need maybe going against your first instincts to just go yeah okay uh, here's some advice to go hey shall we go for a drink i'm free on tuesday let's i mean i'm not free on tuesday if anyone's interested but i I am i'm almost (laughs) (laughs) i'm always available (laughs) if anyone wants to go to tea with me yes take that as your your takeaway tip it isn't for you and that's a really interesting thing about loneliness like it's not a tip for you actually it's for somebody else so if somebody comes to you via a internet medium and says hello I'm having this problem instead of replying in any way just say cool let's go for a drink yeah that's let's go for tea so much and then you'll find that yeah you feel better because you've seen a person today rather than just fried that Spanish omelette all alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real thing at the end of last year, which kind of goes on to another point. Because we are so used to all these WhatsApp conversations, WhatsApp groups, not really seeing people, when you actually do have to go to a party, sometimes it can feel quite like, God, I don't know what I'm going to say to all these people without a screen so I can delete the first crap thing I say mm. and then say the cool thing. Mm. You have to just do it live, sort of like we're doing this podcast. It's very mm. stressful, and uh, but it's also very cool. Um, but yeah, like I found 
as I got more and more addicted to my phone, uh, the more that's happened, the more I've had to really go, okay, I'm going into another mode to go to this party and forcing myself to go to parties. It's actually been really helpful. Even when I'm like, nah, there's no one that will know. Nah. Mm. Like, it's fine. Like that's, it's actually always been fine. I've never not, I've never gone to a party that I've not wanted to go to and gone, well, that was an absolute waste of time. There's always somebody to talk to. Someone's nice to you. It, I mean, actually, no, I can think of one party that was awful and I left um, and I wish I hadn't gone. That's one out of many. Mm. But saying yes to everything, I think, is something that if you're feeling lonely, you might look back and go, well, actually, I could have gone to that thing. I could have gone to that. So maybe to say yes and to take all those opportunities is another tip. I don't know. Go. Yeah, go. Go. It turns out nobody likes them. So yeah, no one likes them, yeah. Even if you're sat there at the party being like, everyone else is having a good time, I'm the worst person here, probably everybody else at that party, 90% of the people there, are thinking exactly the same thing. Yeah. So, the first hour is always everyone just forcing happiness on mm. everyone, like, hey! Like, no one talks like that. And then it starts getting mm. good when you've had, like, three glasses of Prosecco. Um, or your, your drink of choice. <laughs> yeah, a lovely beer. Um, Other drinks also available. Yeah, no, sure. A nice thing that Dr. Rachel Andrews said is to look at things objectively, um, to see your week as planned out, to basically pinpoint why you're feeling lonely. Try and imagine kind of your week as, as a timetable, almost just like an old school timetable, as it were. And if you imagine kind of what's in your week more visually, you might just begin then to understand why you're feeling as lonely as you are. So I would say within a good kind of week, if we're thinking about mood and loneliness, I mean, there should definitely be some aspects of your week where you're doing activities or things where you're feeling a sense of satisfaction about what it is you're doing and a real sense of achievement about what's happening for you as well and I would say that you know there should be times in there when you are around people and especially around people that you feel very connected with. So I think that's really important about not thinking it's to do with you being crap. Mm. Because you're not. No. You're a star. I know rubbish people who have loads of friends, or at least one friend. Everyone can have a friend. Yes, even you. I think we immediately make all problems about ourselves, and we are so quick to think, I'm rubbish, which is such an unhelpful mindset. Yeah, because, I mean, everyone is rubbish. Yeah, we're all rubbish. At the same time, everyone's great too. We're all just, you know, a big mess walking around. Mm. You're not any worse than anyone else, and that's not why you've not got any friends. Also, a lot of the time when you move to... I have speaking to my friend recently who's moved to Copenhagen, and she was like, yeah, I'm doing really well. Like, I've started freelancing. It's really great. So many friends! And she's really scrabbling around and is being really proactive about it. Like, she, she really likes plants, <laughs> which I'm love sounds great it sounds like a great laugh no she does she is a great laugh she loves plants so she's found this like this um, meetup app that she goes and she's like I thought it'd be really really lame because I mean it's basically like tinder but you just want friends and who wants to admit that like we were saying before but everyone's in the same boat that's what a girl I spoke to the other day Amy, she's 24 and she's from Nottingham and she was saying that she uses the internet to join groups that will eventually involve real life meetups. I didn't actually leave my university town when I graduated but obviously everyone left and I joined a group on Facebook called Girl Crew and they have like events for newcomers into the town and that was really like helpful to have like other people that aren't just your uni friends or school friends or work friends. So I've definitely used 
social media to get in contact with people. That's the thing about being embarrassed about being on Tinder or like that Bumble for Friends or like BF, F, yeah. BFF Bumble or <laughs> it can't be called BFF Bumble, that can't be right. No. But like some whatever those things are, no matter how embarrassed you are to be on there, the other people on there are also on there. Yeah. So there's no shame there. So those are some absolutely hot top tips. Like so hot. Seamlessly segueing into other hot top tips. It's time for this week's Money Hack, brought to you by our beautiful sponsors, the FSCS, the people who protect your money in your banks and building societies for free. So this week's Money Hack, are you ready? I think I am, yeah. Mm, you think who you are? Oh, I am now. Mm, oh, good. You've moved forward. I've moved so far forward. Your money hack this week is about getting fit for free. Do you have okay. A, do you have a gym membership? I do, and I'm genuinely looking to change it because I don't want to tell you how much it is because I'm embarrassed mm. <laughs> and I can't afford it. Mm. And how many times did you go to the gym last month? Oh, well, I had one week where I went <laughs> five times that week. Oh, that's great. So great. That was two weeks ago. I've not been since. I went for one very short-lived run about a week ago. Mm. Um, I don't go enough. And I now just, how do you feel? Poor and ashamed? I feel that poor, right? ashamed I don't want to put and words unfit. In your mouth. No, you have, and they're the right ones. Mm. So, Help me. <laughs> well, here it comes, Stevie. Guess what? What? You're going to leave your gym. Okay. Sign up to classes. If you go online, you can find loads of classes for free. You can go. You can try one time. Oh, yeah, the taster classes. Taster classes for all kinds of things. Ballet bar, that aerial thing where you roll oh, in some so... silks and go upside down. I really want to do that. I've been to that. Was it good? It was the best. You swing upside down from some silks. It was the best. What if you fall off the silks? You're so close to the ground and you can't fall. Right. That's what I said as well. I was like, I'm definitely going to fall out of these silks. These silks. <laughs> but you physically can't. You're so wrapped up in them. Okay. And when she does it, you're like, I can't possibly do that. I'm not in Cirque du Soleil. But then you do it and you're like... I'm in Cirque du Soleil. I'm in Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. <laughs> Find a taster class. Yeah. And the next thing you're going to do is you're going to look for a team sport. Netball. I want to join a netball exactly, team. Exactly, right? And everybody, I bet if you look, because you only need seven people to join a netball team, or five if you play this absurd version where you just play five. We should do a netball That's, team. We've already got two. Tom, do you want to play netball? He's in. I see. I think he's lying. <laughs> and even if you just find people from work, colleagues, find yourself a massive gang, suddenly you've got friends who have to hang out with you at least once a week. And that's that helps with loneliness. And your wallet, because you aren't paying. You can join a netball team. You pay like £10 to be part of a tournament. They happen everywhere. If you start Googling netball or football or frisbee or what else is a team sport? Hockey. Hockey. Um, I bet there'll, there'll be one in your area. Find a group of people. You don't even have to like them all because I bet you just say, I just say, Stevie, you're in my team and then you have to just bring one more person. I'll find some awful people no, that you, you won't bring like. One, okay. You just bring one person and okay. that person just bring one person so I don't have to think, oh my God, I haven't got seven friends. Okay. I've got one friend and that person brings one friend and now we've got a netball team and we're kicking ass and we're fighting loneliness, fighting the flab, fighting, uh, you know, economic hardship. Thank you. Yes. That's... That's a really great tip. Thank you. I feel, well, I feel the same as I did five minutes ago, but I do feel more hopeful. Yes. Yeah. And that's all I can hope for here. That amazing money hack was brought to you by the FSCS, the people who protect your money for free from £1 to £85,000 in UK banks and building societies. Check out their website for more money tips and check Your Money's Protected by searching FSCS Protected. Let's discuss how the always the top tip on how to beat loneliness is join a club, which is the most unhelpful thing in the world is always like, why not look up your local capoeira club? And go, that, go, to, go to the local village hall and make some bunting with some friends. Like, nobody wants to do that. That seems so bleak. You would just rather sit in your home alone than join your local club. I'd rather club never speak to anyone yeah, again. Than, than go to join a club. Yeah. 
And it's so unhelpful that that's the top tip. Because yes, I'm sure you do meet people, but I think if you go actively looking to meet friends at those things. Well, often the cl- often it's difficult to know what clubs to join. Like, where do you look? Mm. Do you go to like the notice board at your local Sainsbury's? Like, whoever's posting there, you don't want to hang out exactly. with them. Exactly. It's such a vicious cycle. No. But I think what Amy, who I spoke to before, who we heard from, said about translating like online stuff to real life, which feels really difficult. But on things like Twitter, especially, my friend Emma is, is a real big tweeter and she goes to these like tweet ups. And obviously for me, someone who doesn't do that, it's like, sorry, did you just say lame ups? And then we <laughs> Ooh, and then I high five myself. No, but actually this this one time I went with her to one and it was basically like in this bar on the South Bank in London, in a really nice place. Basically, everyone there was a blogger or someone who went on Twitter. And I walked in, being like, this is going to be the worst thing ever. Turns out, those things, it's like Freshers Week, which is awful, but everyone's in the same boat. Everyone exactly. comes up and talks to you and goes, so what What do you do? Rather than you feel like you have to say something really exciting or you feel everyone chats to you. So getting involved in like conversations and stuff on social media that about things that you're into can lead to meeting up with someone or like hanging out hanging out in a situation that you wouldn't have otherwise done but actually joining a club is impossible yes it does help yes but i think it should be like indulge your hobbies if you like doing that go and do it but don't actively no it's not it doesn't i'm not saying don't do it by all means do it it just doesn't feel like a very helpful an alternative is maybe i remember when i moved to london and i mean i did know people but i couldn't afford to get to them because i have no money I worked in a restaurant and the people that I worked in the restaurant with, they became my friends, basically. And they, well, I still see them. But even if you don't make lifelong friends, you've got people around you. There'll be someone who's having a drink after work. There'll be someone who's... So if also if you're in a... If you're really lonely and you're in a job that requires you to literally not speak to anybody, maybe rethink it. Maybe try and get into a job where you can chat to people, where it's a little bit more social because Mm -hmm. I'm a freelancer and I can very easily not speak to someone for three days like we were talking before and then like either you order a pizza and they're like, hello, because your voice is all like dusty. The other day I said, oh sorry, um, but it was to a pan. (laughs) And that was the first time I'd spoken all day. (laughs) I had a thing when I was um, spoken to someone for a long time. I was ill and freelancing, so it was like a week. I was eating breakfast and I was having a mango and I just found myself just going classic mang it's like no one was there to hear it um but if you find yourself doing that then yeah maybe it's time like i often, maybe it's time when, maybe it's time. when you've acknowledged the mang it's time to get out of there yeah the no. house guys so what was i doing buying mango that's like, way too expensive yeah you, you'd be like i'm actually couldn't afford to eat or like get to my friends but i could have bought i could mango. buy a mango no, this was like last week and i do have a job now but um but still mango is too expensive but that's that's another episode entitled what fruits are expensive and um, but yeah like a, a new job i think is a really good a good takeaway it's called have you got the money to hang with the mang that's why you went quiet for a few seconds yep. i was like save me tessa <laughs> save me tessa oh no no she's come up with a really great episode for a mang she's, yeah. um i think the ultimate take home with loneliness the first one is you hang in there champ it's not your fault it's gonna get better it'll be fine and the other one is, unfortunately, that it takes a bit more effort. I think we always just wish that everyone sort of arrived on our doorstep asking us to be their friend and inviting us places. But sometimes you've got to be the one that does the inviting or you've got to be the one that, like, starts the book club or you've got to be the one that does all those things. Yeah, and definitely. Quite often, 
I will be like, well, I didn't get invited to that uh, party. Brilliant. That means I've got no friends. But actually, have I organised anything? Have I organised like a meetup? Have I organised drinks with friends? Actually, I haven't. So maybe mm-hmm. I should be the one to organise it. That doesn't mean I'm doing it because no one else wanted me there. It just means that we're all, everyone's very busy. Everyone's very self-centred. Sometimes you have to be the one to organise a drinks. People rock up to, to parties sometimes that you're like, oh yes, I love that person. Yeah, I forgot, but I, I do forgot. I love person. you. Yeah. Be and that person. Yeah, be that guy that just rocks up and everyone forgets they love you. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. Living in a city is tricky. Everything is tricky. Modern life is tricky. Unfortunately, sometimes you have to be the hostess. Um, and it's worth adding as well that when we were talking um, to Dr. Andrews, she very helpfully said that sometimes loneliness can spill over into kind of a mental health problem, really. It can make you feel depressed. It can make you feel anxious. And if that is going on for, she said, kind of more than a fortnight, really, and if it starts to really affect your day-to-day life, it's, your anxiety starts to affect you meeting people, Um, you see changes in your appetite, things like that, you're not sleeping, then it is really worth maybe going to chat to somebody. Your GP can help you um, and direct you to good counselling services just to get your confidence back up because loneliness is a confidence eroder. It's, you Mm -hmm. know, you need to feel good about yourself in order to conquer it, really, I think. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So seek that help. What an absolutely cracking episode. Mm. I, I... I'd be your friend. I'd be your friend. And anyone listening, I'd be your friend. Yes, write to us. We'd love you to be our friend. Or, or tweet us. Tw- I'd quicker. like a handwritten letter, please. <laughs> and nothing else will um, suffice. And if you have any tips about loneliness or any good topics that you want us to tackle in future podcast episodes, then tweet us at The Debrief or tweet us personally. What's your Twitter handle, Tessa? It's at Tessa Coates. I was going to make a joke, but I haven't got any jokes. Brilliant. Mine is at Stevie M, but the S is a five, and I wish I hadn't done it, and we can talk about it later. Also, the first thing that'll come up is Steve Martin. Don't um, tweet him. Don't tweet him. He's, he's, doing, he's into he's, his bluegrass. He's too busy. He won't help you with your podcast. That happens to me every day. You try I, and tweet me every day? No, not at all. I oh. see Steve Martin on my newsfeed, and I think, what are you talking about, Stevie? <laughs> And it's always something like absolutely crackers. And you're always like hanging out with John Cleese. And I'm like, Stevie, when did you meet John Cleese? Well done, mate. Well done, mate, I think, every day without fail. No. So mate. don't be confused. And mine is at Tessa Coates. That's not the name of any other famous person. Tweet I'm not us. very good at Twitter, but... I think she is. She once nearly went viral about a tweet about a tent. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Thank you so much for bringing that up. It's really great. So if you go on my Twitter, please go and find the, tw- the tent tweet. It won't be hard to find. I told her to pin it. She won't. There aren't many. Um, find it. Please like it. Yeah, come and hang out with us. We'd love that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us now. Yeah. You made it all the way to the end. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations, you. Congratulations, you, Stevie. Congratulations, you, Tessa. Thank you for having us, Tom. No problem. Yes. And join us next time. The Debrief FM. 